Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey there. Today's episode is a little unusual because I'm really going to be cutting straight to the heart of the matter and going straight for the jugular of the soul with a little bit of storytelling. So I hope that you get something potent out of this because I'm sharing my whole heart with you and I have a hunch that we're not so different under it all. So with that, I want to go ahead and just jump right in. (sighs) We never know, you know. (laughs) We never know what's going to happen or how things are going to turn out. We never know where we're going to be. Sort of like that saying where we say, hey, I'm going to make really great plans. And God, or however you perceive God to be, sort of laughs at us. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. We never know, you know? We just can't. One day we feel like we're moving slowly and steadily through life, doing great. Things are going well, or well enough. And the next day it seems like the winds pick up unexpectedly and all of a sudden we are absolutely taken by storm. There's a rupture that takes place under the surface, rises to the surface and takes us down. And it ends up leaving us believing that our lives are being uprooted at best, or at worst, fully disassembled. One way or another, we are being asked in that moment to simultaneously dig deep and to let go. And there's no secret, and there's no magic bullet, but this process if you are willing to go through it, is both transformative and completely heartbreaking. Or at least it was for me. This is my story, or really perhaps just a part of it. And although I know that I am exactly where I need to be and where I have been called to be, I also don't want to candy coat this because it really still stings. So just under a decade ago, I was living a really good life, a relatively quiet life in the country with goats and horses and donkeys in a good marriage. And one day, through a series of events, I felt like I was literally plucked out of my life by the scruff of my neck, whipped around for a whole year or so, and then literally dropped in a village in Mexico. At 11 p.m. at night, 
picked up by a stranger in a not-so-safe area of Mexico, I found myself in the dark, standing on a street corner, knocking on a door of a house of a woman I had never met who did not speak my language. But there I was. It was gut-wrenching. It was destabilizing. It was reorganizing. It was necessary. And it was right. (sighs) Life is like that sometimes, you know? We can't make sense of what's happening at the time. And I have beat myself up plenty for leaving. I've wept on mountaintops. I've wept in my bed at night alone in a foreign country and at the edge of the ocean for many, many, many moons. I wandered, I wept, and I prayed. Now that was seven, eight years ago. I've lost track. And now I'm sitting at a kitchen table listening to the work of 20-some Mexican men constructing the next evolution of something I can't yet truly know. I moved to this house and retreat center because one of my dear, sweet Mexican women friends pretty much invoked it for me and said, this is where you shall land. And I paid attention, and step by step, it's where I knew I should be. I had sort of a faltering support of my partner, and I had the arms and the fuerza, la fuerza, the strength of six amazing women brought to me and to this dream from the stars. Mira, Margie, Mary Lynn, Suzanne, Andrea, and one other very great woman. They, along with me, formed a bond that we called, and we call, the Seven Sisters. I couldn't have done it alone, and still truly, truly cannot do it alone. The vision of what we do together, what the Seven Sisters does collectively, remains strong. Much of it still in seed, but it is strong amidst its shifting and changing expressions. I hold these truths. What we have built and continue to build, as evidenced by the laughter of the Mexican workers, the saws, the pounding and breaking of stones, is called La Sagrada. This is a home for healing. It's a space and a place for all of us a place where women come together to reconnect to their very own deep, pure wisdom. This is a place to recalibrate one's dreams and visions and, no doubt, to go deep. I've come to learn after owning and operating multiple retreat spaces as well as facilitating more than 100 retreats over what's going on nearly 28 years of teaching yoga, training yoga teachers, and coaching women, that women need more than a feel-good getaway. They are longing for depth and lasting transformation. 
I heard it said recently, we are a culture drowning in information and starving for wisdom. That wisdom, dear one, lives inside of you. And La Sagrada offers the space for you to find her and to hear her. Although a feel-good tropical vacation filled with hugs and booty-shaking sessions, they're fun and all, these do not change you. And women are craving knowing what it feels like to be stripped down to their bones and stones, as our sweet Margie says, and to know that they are still okay. They need to know that their tears are welcome, their traumas are valid, and their hearts are honored. This place, this La Sagrada, the sacred, is an extension of the Seven Sisters, of which I am but one. And this place is an extension of me. My heart-opening journey lives in these walls, and my evolution, my transformation, and my liberation lives here as well. I am not your guru, but instead I am your evidence that tears wash away grief and broken hearts heal. We, the Seven Sisters, and La Sagrada are evidence that life is going to knock you on your ass and bust your knees open to the bone from time to time. Hard times are not chosen only for the wicked. And none of us are strangers to grief, loss, and deep, lasting scars and cosmic transformation. No darkness, dear one, can keep you in the dark. Yesterday, I walked through the construction site, smiling, holding my head high and my heart wide open. I said yes a lot, and I said no even more. (laughs) I said, you're doing great work. And I said, "Mm, this needs to be done a little differently. And I explained and showed them what I meant. They're not accustomed to the voice of a woman telling them how to do their work, and they're not accustomed to this kind of love. I honored their calloused hands and their well-worn bodies, and I reminded them that life is sacred, and that what we are building is not just ladrillos y cimento, or bricks and cement, but we are building dreams for the future, and we are healing the masses. We are building stronger families, and I promise them that what we are doing together will help us all grow a world overflowing with very good women. And they liked that. (laughs) I looked at each and every man with deep love, as if I am their mother, their daughter, their sister. I did not hold back my love nor my knowledge. I did not hold back my power, my voice, nor my desire for excellence. I did not demand respect. I joined them in a desire to work hard and to build something beautiful. 
circle back to that cold, wet day in the coastal foothills of Oregon some seven-plus years ago. I remember walking to the barn mid-morning to feed the goats. The crisp winter air was burning my nostrils. The mud was thick. The sky was low as I carried my heavy body through the tall grass. The weight of something I did not yet understand was consuming me. I'd been vacillating between waves of grief, anxiety attacks, and some sort of soul paralysis. Ten paces from the barn door, my breath caught in my lungs, and I could go no further. Huge tears blurred my sight. I uncontrollably fell to my knees and raised my chin to the sky and gasped, exhaling a wail that was reminiscent of a mother who had lost a child. We were miles from other houses, so I collapsed and I let go, embracing the earth. I grieved deep and loud. My knees gave way and even my mouth began to weep as saliva and tears streamed and pooled on the earth. I tore my gloves from my hands, scratching the earth, feeling the ground swell beneath my fingernails. I was grasping, trying to hold on to everything. My vacant marriage, my dreams, this land, this life, with all my might, I was holding on, and I clung to what I wanted to want. But it was no use. I was merely a wave in a tsunami, a tsunami of change, and all my efforts were futile. The only thing I could do was let go. Fast forward to now. I did let go. And if you listened to me last week, you know that I am a self-proclaimed expert in leaving claw marks on everything I have ever let go of. <laughs> and I'm here now, stronger than I could have dreamed, more trusting than I could have imagined, readier than ever. I am generous, I am loving, I am willing. I am strong and learning still how to forgive and how to be soft when the world is just plain hard. I know I am a good, very good woman. I have come to love equally my laughter and my tears. I love how I dance in the kitchen, sometimes badly. I love how I talk to the animals and how much I long to love and serve through relationship. I am passionate and purposeful and I am alive. I'm not afraid of myself. I'm not afraid of my power. I am not afraid to be invisible, nameless, nor am I afraid to be a goddess, a witch, a leader, a woman carrying sweet medicine behind her eyes and on the breath that carries her voice. All of this 
all of this is what my pain has taught me. We must each walk alone for a while in our own unique ways. We must each curl up and wail to the moon for all of this is part of growing us whole. But we are not alone for long, but only a short time, dear one. And then our sisters, they come to us and they hold up their mirrors. Our sisters come intent on holding us and loving us back into our wholeness. These women come from the keys that we have swallowed and the stars. These women, they are here now to be loved, to be seen, to be helped, to be held. And we are all here together to remind each other that wherever you have walked, this is your unique journey, and it is good and right. Sister, your road is your own, and it has been paved with stone and blood and woven and broken dreams, specifically for you to arrive right here, right now. And so I speak to you if you need to hear this today, that where you are, in the circumstances in which you find you, who you are, And how you are right here, right now, is right, sister. It's right. And you are right where you belong. Keep going. I love you. And I know above all else, you've got this. And how do I know? I know because you're not alone. (laughs) How do I know that? Because I am you. I am another version of you. So that's my story, dear one, or at least a part of it, as I said earlier. And I offer that the way that you find your way to your voice, into what you love, into what's meaningful to you, into the life that's longing to live through you, is through self-care. It might sound trite, but it's not. It is imperative because when you care for your own body, you walk yourself into a version of yourself that is full and complete and overflowing. And from that place, from that clarity, it is from there that you are able to hear your voice, do what is necessary, and move forward in this world. And so all of that to say, I love you. And if you want to know more, go ahead and go over to brittbsteel.com forward slash tips. That will get you to a getting started guide of self-care. I hope you join us and thank you for being here. And if you've enjoyed this particular podcast, please, please, please pay it forward. Like it where you've listened, share it on your social media and offer it to those in your life who are looking for a little bit of light. I love you. I'm here every week sharing a little bit of tip, technique, strategy, and occasional true story so that you can find your way in a challenging and sometimes upside down world. 
Sending you so much love. Thank you for being here. And that's it for now. Ciao.